I am hopelessly addicted to smokering. For years, I was deep in denial, pretending that my obsession was just a relaxing activity that felt and tasted good without hurting anyone. Nevertheless, I was recently compelled to face up to the fact that I need help. Bad. Last week, I started making some phone calls. At length, I reached a person whom I will call Nat. He listened to my halting confession and reassured me that he hosted a support group for people just like me. He invited me to the group's next meeting, which was scheduled for the following night. I hung up on him, panicked by my self-betrayal. That night, though, as I thrashed in sleepless turmoil, I, I came to realize that Nat's support group might be the last barrier between me and insanity. It was only 3.2 miles to the support group's undisclosed location, tweaked into 29 circuitous miles on my odometer by the time I finished trying to lose anyone who might recognize me. It didn't help that I drove past the place four times before I had the courage to actually park my four-wheeler and get off. I slouched down a set of cracked concrete steps and knocked on a basement door until it was opened by a man silhouetted against the yellow light within. He smelled of smoke and his eyebrows were missing. Instinctively, I knew what had happened to them. They had been singed off. Wordlessly, he stepped back and motioned for me to enter. As I did so, I could see the burn scars on his forefinger knuckle. I felt a twinge of camaraderie. Could it really be that someone else in the world thought oven mitts were for sissies? Hope stirred within me. It had been a long time since someone who knew about my problem had not looked at me as if I were a pervert. With a ragged sigh, I stepped inside. Oh, are you Nat? I asked, absent eyebrows. He shook his head. Bob, Nat's in there. He jerked his thumb toward the dull murmur of voices. Panicked, I turned to run, but Bob laid a hand on my shoulder. Weber, he said. That single word pierced my heart, and I collapsed into his arms, blubbering. <laughs> For the next few minutes, I couldn't see very well through the tears, but I heard footsteps and low, reassuring voices. Firm but gentle hands guided me until I felt myself being eased into a chair. As the blur began to clear, I became aware that I was seated in a circle of faces and that all eyes were on me. A plump, bespectacled gentleman smiled at me. I'm Nat. Welcome to Smokers Anonymous. Why don't you give us your name and tell us why you're here? My name is George and I'm addicted to smokers. The relief and admitting that out loud to other humans was palpable. Hello, George, chorused the group acceptingly. I, I almost began to cry again. 
Matt explained that no one was going to condemn me. In fact, they were all proud of me for having the courage to be there. I could join in the discussion or not, whatever felt comfortable for me. He asked, who would like to start? Bob put his paw in the air. I guess you all figured out by the way I smell that I had uh, me a relapse. Over the weekend, uh, I went to Walmart and saw me this irresistible little hibachi. Uh, I bought a plastic storage bin to hide it in, which I told my wife was for organizing the garage on Sunday like, like she'd been pestering me to do. I couldn't think of anything but that hibachi until my wife left for the hairdresser. Then I dug it out, wrapped me some mesquite chips in a perforated foil packet, smoke me some kebabs. The bad thing is, uh, I can't make myself feel sorry. Nat clucked sympathetically. I'm so glad you felt safe enough to, to be honest, Bob. What's our motto, boys? Just one smoker's all you need, any more would smack of greed. Though your taste buds crave burnt wood, doesn't mean your family should. And now what else could Bob have done? Nat prompted. When he felt the urge to spend money on another smoker that he didn't need. Just suck on a piece of charcoal, someone piped up. Burn a toothpick on the kitchen range and snort the smoke. Drop a hot coal down the front, for front of his sh shirt. Matt beamed. Great answers. I see you all have been using your coping tools. <laughs> Let's not forget the disastrous results of allowing our addictions to, to take charge. A shriveled up little fellow name tagged Clarence nodded fervently. He was draped in an apron mottled with barbecue sauce stains. Yeah, like what happened to Morton? The guy next to me whispered an explanation. Morton ran out of cottonwood chunks. He tried smoking a moose brisket with some more pressure-treated wood scraps he had laid around. They found a whole family sitting around the table, mummified from the toxins in that treated wood. Didn't even have to embalm them. I connected with this group on a visceral level. I felt I could trust them with my marinade-drenched secrets. I raised a hand. I need some help, guys. This thing just has a grip on me. I, I don't know what to do. During the winter months, I, I get to thinking I haven't licked, but about the time the Nanana tripod collapses, the, the desire comes back with a vengeance. That's good, George. Let it all out. Crooned Nat. It, it all started when I was a, a little kid in, in Moose Hole. I was walking by an Athabascan elder smokehouse. His wife was just taking some salmon down from the drying poles. She stepped out of that smokehouse that day like a specter materializing from the billows of alder smoke. She smiled at me and held out the succulent amber meat smoked on the skin. If I had known what I know today, I would have turned and ran until there was no more breath in my lungs. But I didn't. 
She tore off one of several strips joined at the tail and handed it to me. You like smoke fish? My daughter, he get them a fish wheel out Tommy Creek. Eee, so many, big one too. Tentatively, I reached out and touched it. I expected it to be slimy, but it was firm and slightly tacky. It had been deeply scored at one-inch intervals, so I, I pulled off a cube and touched it to my tongue. Oh, the bliss! I had never felt such ecstasy! In one instant, all my cares were gone. I sucked that chunk of smoked salmon into my mouth so fast, I nearly bit my finger off. As I snatched the rest of the salmon strip like a wolf cub carrying at a gut pile, she cackled. <laughs> you like? You help me pick berry. I give you more. That was it. I was hooked. I spent hours picking berries and cutting moccasin patterns out of moose hide just for the chance to get my daily fix of smoked salmon. As time passed, along with the elders, the smokehouse began to fall into disuse. I needed to satiate my craving elsewhere. The stuff in a supermarket cost a neurosurgeon's year's salary per ounce and wasn't pure. The dealers had obviously cut it with fillers. It didn't even taste like salmon. It tasted of pure salt. Nothing I bought could replicate that first experience with alders smoked Athabascan-style smokehouse salmon. It became clear to me that my only remaining option was to try to smoke my own. That's when I began my affair with smokers. My first boxy little Lur Jensen wasn't big enough to smoke a whole salmon, but it cranked out great chicken and shrimp and burgers to die for. I began to lay awake at night, inventing exotic marinades and brines. The snare tightened around my neck as I lost myself in the quest to create a unique taste that would thrill the palate. I discovered combinations that didn't work, never, Mix Thai fish sauce with fresh-squeezed grapefruit juice and eggnog, for instance. Once I had pushed my sauces past their practical limit, I began experimenting with wood and game combinations. Cherry? Good with doll sheep. Not recommended for muskrat. Mesquite? Excellent with ptarmigan or moose. Awesome with squirrel. It doesn't help lemming or lynx. Hickory? Oh, great bold flavor that can even make fall grizzly palatable. Diamond willow? A good caribou cold smoke. Not bad with halibut. Spruce? Tolerable if you don't mind your meat tasting like turpentine. Birch? A sweet smoke that goes well with snowshoe hair or king crab. Old creosote fence posts? Leaves a distinctly nuanced aftertaste, especially great for serving the visiting in-laws and IRS auditors. Matt interrupted me. Yes, 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 but we, we don't need so many graphic details. We're, we're, we're trying to recover here. I noticed that Bob was drooling all over the front of his shirt and that Clarence was chewing holes in his apron where the barbecue sauce stains were. Would you simply share with us when you first realized you had a problem? 
I cleared my throat. <clears throat> Sorry. My wife first noticed it last spring when the diverted floodwaters of Jarvis Creek filled the lower levels of my house. I was delirious with happiness because the flood had ruined the compressor motor in our little upright freezer. I now had an excuse to, to convert it into a smoker. But my wife found this weird at the time, but it, it wasn't until this week during a trip to Fairbanks that it became obvious, even to me. What did Lowe's have on display? But an entire section of grills and smokers. Without thinking, I began fondling them and pouring over price tags. I, I couldn't stop myself. I had a beautiful smoker at home, which I had spent months building for my old freezer shelf. My shed was full of grills and smokers, all shapes and descriptions, and here I was craving another one. I tell you guys, I'm, I'm beyond hope. Guys? Guys? Hello? Where, where'd they go? The room was deserted. Outside, I heard the squealing of tires. I ran up the steps just in time to see Nat and Bob playing crash-up derby in the driveway, trying to beat each other to the street. Nat was leaning out of his window, shaking his fist at Bob. I'll be a Lowe's before you've cleared Tenderfoot Hill, you lousy so-and-so! In your dreams, Bob screamed. I hope all the smokers are gone before you get there and you have to stand behind me in line watching me pay for that last smoker grill they have in stock. I just shook my head and trudged back down the stairs. At the bottom lay the trampled remains of Clarence's apron. It smelled of hickory smoke. I sat down on the bottom step and began eating it blissfully. Mm -hmm.